Notorious Moms, the struggles of parenthood while trying to be successful and follow your dreams. Things that people go through that they think and never say. Hello, hello. Welcome back for another episode of Notorious Moms. I'm here with my girl, Gina, and we're about to talk some ish for y'all. How's everybody doing? How you doing, Gina? I'm good. How are you? (laughs) I am good. Um, Today, we're going to be discussing um, positive self-image, right? We see so many things on TV and, um, you know, all these young girls coming up today. And um, I think that having a positive self-image is very important, especially for our youth that are um, coming up in today's like society. You know, back in the day when we were growing up, there was no social media. You know, we didn't have cell phones. Well, we had cell phones, but they weren't as like well, high maybe, tech. Maybe at your time. I'm a little older, <laughs> so I had the beeper, you know? Yeah. Okay. So Ain't nobody beepers. seeing my face. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, I, you know, like with social media and the internet being so like prevalent now in these days, it's so hard to kind of get a grasp on that. I feel like sometimes our girls are growing up. Um, seeing people in the media and it sometimes can probably bring down their self-esteem a little bit. What do you think about that? I couldn't agree more. I mean, we have, um, we have some good role models out there, but for the most part, we, we have these young girls, uh, looking at easy ways of making money and they're looking and gravitating to people who look nothing like them, which in turn, you know, makes them kind of want to put the pressure on their parents to buy clothes, to emulate these girls, to look a little bit more, uh, curvy if they're not curvy, uh, to start looking at plastic surgery, which we'll talk a little bit later in the topic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just that pressure. I mean, in high school, we always have that peer pressure of, you know, looking at the popular kids and what they're doing and how they dress and how they look. But, you know, due to our means, if you're a minority and you can't afford it, you're putting the pressure in your parents to kind of put you in the, in, in give that pressure for them to, pay money for clothes that you can't afford to look a certain way. Oh, I remember that. Right. Can I tell you, it was when I was back in high school, you know, Jordans were like the thing, right? Everybody had a new pair of Jordans on and you had to have the latest because if you didn't have the latest, you weren't like in the in crowd. And and I was one of those kids, right? I would tell my father and my mom like, hey, I want a new pair of sneakers. I want a new pair of sneakers. But it's like, damn, everybody's coming out with these these new pairs of sneakers. Back then, I feel like they were coming out very, very so often, much often than they are now, right? You see all those people waiting on lines. And I was like, yeah, I want new sneakers. I want new sneakers because I want to be popular. I want to be dope. And that was kind of like part of me trying to build up my self-esteem, right? Because I wanted to be... I wanted to be in the in crowd. I wanted to be cute. You know, my shoes match my belt, match my shirt, match my nails. It was like so crazy. I'm going to go back because, again, <laughs> Tanya's a little younger than I am. So I'm going <laughs> to take it way younger. back to listeners from the early 90s early when 90s, yes. uh, the Reeboks, the classic, Shout the out double to the early strap, 90s babies. Okay. Which I had to buy a pair when I saw it recently because, you know, it kind of brings you back. Anyway. Nostalgia. I had every color, but that was not because my mom bought it, but because, you know, you had little boyfriends or whatever who were in the in crowd and wanted to buy it for you. However, not trying to sidetrack, the point is <laughs> my mom couldn't afford it, so I had to wear no frill sneakers, okay? And I'm uh, sure yeah, yeah. people been there, done that. Definitely. So going back to what Tanya was saying, Nothing yes, we that. put the pressure of having to get these latest sneakers that our parents can't afford, but we want to just look like somebody else. And... 
with that, that's the topic of today. You know, we, we look at now with social media, we're constantly looking at people and what they're wearing, what they're doing, what's trending. And, you know, a lot of people are falling, a lot of these girls are falling into depression. It's a feeling that they have to look a certain way and they're not happy with what they look like when they should. Right. And I think that's the thing, right? Sometimes, you know, I, I browse on Instagram and I am, I'm a thick woman, right? I'm hefty, right? I got a fupa. I'm a little chunky. You know, I got cellulite, all that good stuff. We keep hey, it honest and real. Sh- sh- yeah. <laughs> shout out to everybody that got cellulite and fupas. We, you we know. sexy. <laughs> exactly. And fluffy. But sometimes I go on Instagram and I'm browsing and I see all these women, you know, beautiful, curvy. No I mean, stomach. No stomach. You know, no cellulite, just looking all, looking like the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Right? Mm -hmm. Looking like a whole snack. And I'd be like, damn, I'm fat. (laughs) I'd be like, I need to lose weight. And I need to do this. And I need to do that. And not saying that I have a a negative self-image of myself because I really don't. I think I'm beautiful. You know, I tell myself I'm beautiful all the time. Hey, I'm fly. Right? But that's because that's just how I view myself. Can I make certain adjustments to make myself feel better? Absolutely. I think everybody can if that's what they want to do. Right? But, you know, you go on social media and it's just like, man, I just want to do this and I just want to do that. And that's where like all these body modifications and all these things come about because it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, maybe if I do a little nip tuck here, a little suck here, a little lipo here, a little lift here, and then I can look like these people on social media, right? So I think it's really important that our children coming up, that we let them know um, to stay like body positive, you know, look at yourself and say, Hey, I'm beautiful. I'm worth it. You know, I'm valuable, which I feel like a lot of these girls may not have, Mm -hmm. but it also comes down to, I feel like, you know, when you're brought up in a different, in a certain kind of culture, like I'm Puerto Rican. So So are you. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I remember back in the days when I would see my mom and my mom is very, like very positive about herself. And you know, she's she was beautiful, beautiful. And sexy. Yeah, she was beautiful back then. She's beautiful now. But I would remember just her getting dressed and she was very curvy and very beautiful. And she would be putting on her makeup and get dressed to go out. And I would be like, oh, I just want to look like my mom. I want to be like my mom. So, you know, having her reinforce that, you know, positivity in me, it kind of helped growing up as, you know, now that I'm an adult. But social media makes it very hard. Not only social media, television. I mean, all these programs, everything. Just, you know, seeing women who were thicker and now seeing them go really, really thin, you know, it makes a girl watching TV or or watching her favorite movie or, or, you know, whatever it is, see their favorite artist go from a plus size and then see her getting smaller, not just because of her health. If she wants to do it because of her, fine. But if if it's being done because, you know, the pressure of, of, you know, the work environment where you have to be a certain way, you have to look a certain way, that's the only way you're accepted, then that's kind of like really hard on a young girl who's very impressionable, who thinks that men only like thin girls. And in reverse, um, you know, I was very skinny growing up uh, and, you know, people used to be jealous of me, like you little skinny bitch. But you know what? I, I used to have a lot of body shame. I was so thin that I would like to wear, I used to layer my clothes. I would actually wear sweatpants underneath my jeans just to look a little thicker. So oh my it, God. It, it does go. That's a it thing. Does, yeah, it does go both ways. You know, just some girls who are skinny are still not happy with the way they look. And here their friends might be like, oh my gosh, she's so skinny. She has no stomach and she looks amazing. 
but she doesn't think so. So that's something in your head. Right. And not only in your head, but when you're seeing it constantly on TV, that you have to look a certain way. And now it's not even that skinny anymore. Now you have to have a big butt. Real, fake, doesn't matter. Yeah, you, big, big, you butt have have a big butt. Shout out Your, to the big butt girls. Hey. Well, Tanya's natural. Oh. You know, she, she's natural. Well, people don't know that I got a big butt because <laughs> you ain't seen me yet. But yes, I do. I got a fatty. But, you know, it's just like, you know, you have to have big boobs and, you know. And, and the big lips. And, Big lips. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I'm glad Botox. I was naturally born with some big lips. Yes. I, I do not want to inject myself where I can't even feel the cup that I'm going to drink from because <laughs> it doesn't I touch don't know. with the Botox. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If, and no no, um, no shade to anybody that gets plastic surgery or Absolutely Botox not. or, you know, not trying to shame you or shade you because, hey, it's your prerogative. It is. Uh, but, you know, plastic surgery, I remember... Now that we're talking about plastic surgery, but I remember that back in the day, plastic surgery was like taboo. You know, anybody that would have plastic surgery wanted to look natural. And it was very discreet. Yeah, wanted to be discreet. There was some discretion about, you know, getting work done on your body because that was just something You didn't want to announce to the whole world. Exactly. You didn't want nobody to know that, hey, I went and got a tummy tuck or a butt lip or, you know, a boob job or whatever because Mm -hmm. it was like... That was like taboo, like I said. But now... I mean, you still have some people a little discreet where they take a two-week vacation. They said they went to the beach. They went to Colombia. (laughs) Oh, they went to Mexico. That's true. Had a little work done. And then they're like, wow, you lost all that weight in um, in two Two weeks. weeks. (laughs) (laughs) But you look great. Right, exactly. (laughs) And that's like the thing. It's like now it's so... um, It's like socially accepted. You know, you go, you get plastic surgery. Hey, you don't like how you look? All right, let me get a little nip tuck. Let me get a little plump here. Let me, and it's just, on some people, it looks very unnatural. Yes. Like you can tell that they had work done and not say that it looks ugly or that it looks pretty or that, but it just looks very unnatural. You know, you look at people's faces and when they do all these like body modifications and facial modifications, it's like, wow, she used to look like that. And now she don't look like that. The men do it too though now. Oh yeah. That's like, because we always talk about women and moms, but let me tell you, men are just as insecure sometimes. That's true. Because they do love their women. And sometimes when the women stop looking at them a certain way, they looking at themselves like, is there something wrong with me? Right. Is that guy on TV? She just saw all buffed up and cut up. That's what she likes. She got very excited when she saw him. And here I got my little belly. But, you know, they also shame their body. But, you know, going back to the young impressionable girls, it's really, really hard because now that plastic surgery is so acceptable or whatever, it became like, you know, there's husbands who parade their women. Like, look, my wife is worth 20 million. Right. You know, because boobs, everything. That's a lot of of surgery, 20 million. It is. But, you know, and and if you do it because it makes you happy, this is not a distortion of your brain. It makes you happy because you look better, you feel better. And now you're more confident and productive, then great. If you're doing it and you're still a shitty-ass person, I'm sorry, then that... That's not going to fix the inside, It's not going to fix the inside because because you have to work on you. Positive self-image begins with you. That's why before any surgery, surgeons will tell you this is something that you want to do or this is something because people are putting the pressure on you. Do you feel comfortable in your own skin? No. Why? Right. You have to, you before you do any surgery, you have to write things down. Almost like an essay. The pros and the it's cons. Like, mm-hmm. Why? Is it that important? You can't live without, you know, having bigger boobs, having a bigger butt. You know, it's like you have to really 
brainstorm and think about it. Right. You know, but most importantly, you should be happy with what God gave you. Right. Gave it to you for a reason. That's true. And sometimes. Some people have more and some people have less. Absolutely. And sometimes you yourself might find yourself ugly because you had a crappy, you know, friends or a crappy boyfriend who put you down and told you, you, you look horrible or whatever. And you believed it. But you never thought like that before. So you have to go back and think about, is it really you? Or do you want to enhance something because you want to make yourself feel better? Then fine, because we're not shaming anybody modification at all. That's not what we're doing here. We just want to bring out awareness that, you know, parents need to watch their kids as far as, you know, talking to them and, and encouraging, you know, what it is to feel Good about themselves. Good about yourself. Yeah, let me tell you. I have um well, you know, I my my daughter, so my daughter was born with um something called well not something, she was diagnosed with uh it's called craniosynostosis, right? So when she was first born, we noticed that her forehead was kind of deformed. It was like in a cone shape in the front. And uh, my husband and I thought that it was just like, you know, her coming out of the birth canal, right? Kids come out and they're swollen. Mm-hmm. So turns out she had this whole, you know, diagnosis thing. And when we, we went to the doctor and the first doctor told us like, oh, you know, this is just like a, a vanity thing. You cannot do it and she'll be just fine. So when we got that first, um, you know, when we got that first, uh, how you call that? The consult with the initial doctor, mm-hmm. you know, we were like, well, you know, if this is like a vanity thing, then we just going to. Tell her that she's beautiful. We're going to cut her a bang and we're going to tell her to keep it moving. Like, you know, because that's how we were thinking. But, you know, come come to find out that, you know, it wasn't a vanity thing. It actually would have caused her a lot of health issues going forward, you know, in the future as she grew. So we decided to go ahead with the surgery, you know. But initially, when we first thought that it was like a vanity thing, like I said, we were just like, hey, we're going to talk to her every day. You know, if she comes home and gets teased because that was mentioned too in the consultation, like, oh, she may get teased. First of all, that first doctor was an asshole. First of all, this is why you need a second opinion all the time. <laughs> I got, th- I got three, oh, three opinions. Good. I got good three opinions. Absolutely. Uh, but he was like a dick. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know, he was like, yeah, she might get teased and she might come home crying. Um, But, you know, and we were just like, why? Like, we don't want to put our baby, our, our baby through that. Like, why? Why would we do that? Um. But like, you know, we had a discussion, my husband and I, and we were like, you know, yeah, we'll just cut her a bang. You know, if she comes home and she's being teased, we're just going to tell her that she's beautiful all the time and just instill that self-worth, that self-value, even if, you know, she wasn't feeling that way. Mm-hmm. But um, turns out we did the surgery and thank God everything came out great. She looks absolutely beautiful. She's yes. completely healthy. That's the most important thing. Exactly. Because I think that was just like, you know, we were we were on the scale of if it's just vanity, we're definitely just going to leave it. If you know, it caused other health issues, then that's the reason why we went and had the surgery. But you know, it was just something to think about because it's like growing up, I didn't really get teased. When I got to high school, I got teased a little bit a lot because you know, I was just a little weird. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that. And growing into my own skin, you know, I was like, how do you call that? Uh, what's that saying? I was like, um, I was like a little frog or a little swan, a swan. Okay. Right. And um, it took me some time to like grow in my skin, and I was teasing. I felt bad about that. I'm like, damn, why are these motherfuckers is making fun of me? I'm tight. 
But it, it that's made weird because you're not like that at all it, now. I guess now, now, time, right? right? It, took, it took time to kind of like mm-hmm. grow some thick skin. I mean, even though I was always like outspoken and I was always like confident, but it was like getting teased in high school. I was like, damn, motherfuckers is mean. Oh, they are. In junior high school, well, I had I had no breasts. I have breasts now. Yes, no, it wasn't no <laughs> augmentation. I didn't go get plastic surgeries. Cool. They grew into they you. They grew into me. Thank you, <laughs> twins. I had twins, and they helped me a lot. I appreciate it. Anyway, um, I had no breasts. I was in junior high school, and I see all my girlfriends. They have decent boobs. You know, you see them. You can see them. That's Not the sure. whole point. You can see them. Right. But I had boys that they were like constantly saying. Oh, we could play handball off of your chest, or you know. Did you ever stuff them? Because I used to put tissue in my in my bras. You know, I, <laughs> because I was very funny about things looking unnatural. Yes, yeah. I've tried it behind closed doors. You right. do all the silly things your friends tell you to try. You know, we 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 have these conversations with a BFF. You right. know what I mean? So of course I've tried it, and I'm like, this looks stupid. And if this tissue comes out, Lord, <laughs> the teasing is gonna intensify. They're like, oh wait a minute. So now you ch- wait. You when did these boobs come? Tissues? First of all, it's silly. They just made fun of me yesterday. I'm gonna have some tissue the next day. They're like, where these boobs come from? Exactly. <laughs> but it's silly stuff like that. But you know, going back to you know the topic, uh, it's very important for parents to reinforce uh, these to have these conversations. Yes, right? I agree. I agree because I think that, you know, I always say like the first education starts at home and it's not only education um, with, you know, reading, writing and just that kind of education, but it's more so education to kind of let your children know and, and just let them know like, Hey, you know, you are important. It doesn't matter how you look. It doesn't matter what anybody says. It doesn't matter, you know, what you do. You are important. You are you mean something, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that sometimes it may not happen in the household because the parents don't feel that way because maybe their parents' parents, mm-hmm. you know, didn't show them love or didn't tell them that they were worth it or didn't, you know, I've, I've spoken to some people that, you know, they have relationships with their parents, but their parents never were um, very affectionate or very loving. You know, they didn't have parents that said, hey, good job, you know, or, you know, you look beautiful today or, you know, things of that well, nature. Growing up in a, in, a, in a Hispanic household, you know, that's very hard because sometimes we have uh, our own parents, us being Puerto Rican, my family was very, very critical all the time. Like, gotcha. I would go to a party, and they were like, oh, my God, tu ta muy flaca. Like, you eating? You know? And then I didn't think there was nothing wrong with me that day, you know? <laughs> that day, I didn't think anything was wrong with me. But now, she's over here pointing out my bones and my collarbone, and I'm like, oh, my God, what do I need to do? Like, I feel so skinny. And, and then, it kind of puts doubt. It puts doubt in your head, it right? It puts doubt. I would go home crying, and I would be hysterical, and then I'm like, I'm, I don't want to go to the house anymore. It would be my titi. And I'm like, oh, guess I'm not going to titi house no more because I don't want to hear that. Yeah, of course. And I think nobody wants to hear that. And that's why I, I feel like more so now in this day and age, it's like, hey, you know, if you are skinny or if you are thick or if you are brown or if you are lighter, if you are dark, like there's a solution for everything. You know, you don't have no breasts, you get implants. You know, you feel like you're too dark. You get bleached. You know, you feel like your lips are too small or too thin. You get Botox. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, where does it end? Like, where does it start? Where does it end? You know, like, do you continue? And I've seen, I used to watch this show on TV 
Well, I'm not going to name the show, but <laughs> I used to watch this show on TV and they would be people that would go in and they just would want continuous modification. Like they would go in for one thing and it kind of becomes like an addiction. Because that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like when you have a tattoo, you go for one, you end up with five, you yeah. know, and it's, it's really silly because that means that you went there for the wrong reasons because you're still not satisfied. Now you're looking for something else. Right. So now what you, exactly are you looking for? When then? do you stop? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, th- these are the things that you really need to think about before you get your body uh, modified. Right. Also, there comes complications with that. There's people who've had, you know, a nice butt. They enjoyed it for a few weeks and then now something went wrong. Now you have serious health issues. Do you want to have no butt and no and ha- and be completely healthy or and that's happened have health issues now because of the enhancement that you and did. some people have died like some people haven't made it back I've heard a few stories about young ladies going to different countries not doing their research and just going there and because it's it's a discount it's a deal you know they go there and they don't make it back yeah and then you think about it, it's like. What were they really thinking? Like, were they happy with themselves or they just wanted more? Or it's like, you know, how do you equate that when you're going to do something just to get a quick, you know, nip tuck? I'm going to keep saying that. That's my my little phrase for this um, podcast. You get a little nip tuck and, you know, you never make it home. So it's like, was beauty worth your life? No. And it's also the people you surround yourself with. I mean, I knew a coworker. And I mean, sorry, I'm putting, I'm I'm not putting their name out there, but you know, she grew up, uh, around people who, who did body modification and they like, you know, guys like a girl with a big butt and whatever. So she did one years ago and then. What did she get? A butt lift? She got a, no, she didn't get a a butt lift. She got a butt implant. Oh, damn. One of the implants (laughs) inverted. Oh, I've heard, I've heard stories about that too. Then she was uh, like traumatized and she's, she, you know, she came to me one time and she was like, you know, I heard of this guy who actually does cement injections. And I said, wait, what? <laughs> I want her to repeat it again. I said, wait, slow down. Say it again. Yeah, it looks like that, that back door, that back door plastic surgery in like a dirty motel. And they don't <laughs> care because they want it so bad. They mm-hmm. want it fast so they can look like the people they're surrounding themselves with that they don't care how they do it. Which in turn brings serious complications. Right. And if you thought you had problems before, you With definitely have problems now and you're going to hate yourself for doing that even more so. So it's really important that you do your research and just know that your body is beautiful just the way it is. Right. If, you know, if, if the thing is that you're seeing all these girls either too voluptuous or just beautiful, completely lean and gorgeous, you have to look at the people who are important, doing important things that look just like you. Right. Like that would help you. Yeah, I agree. You know, that would be one way of of, of looking at things and, and, you know. And I think too, uh, another thing that may be helpful now is that, you know, models coming up now, they have thick women, they have full figured women modeling. So, you know, that wasn't before I never, you know, back in the day of Cindy Crawford and Naomi Campbell, you know, they were thin, they were long, they were lean, you know, models Mm -hmm. nowadays don't have to be like that. You got the thick ones, they take them in all shapes and sizes. And I think that's one positive thing that, you know, if you're a girl growing up or even a guy, you know, cause we're talking about women, but 
you can see that and that will be helpful. I think, you know, a lot of more people are talking about this. It's not just us. I feel like the awareness is definitely out there. I mean, Mm -hmm. I just saw a commercial recently where they have now mature women, you know, in in their 70s, in their 80s modeling. Wow, that's And they look great. And they're they're actually talking about, look, and I look beautiful and I feel beautiful. I've Mm -hmm. actually seen a commercial where this one lady was showing her stretch mark or or her um, C-section mark. mm -hmm. And now, you know, so there's definitely, we're definitely making progress. We're we're seeing this on TV. and, And that's a beautiful thing because, you know, there is no age on looking and feeling beautiful. Right. You know, and people should know that. And there are different types and sizes and we just look good in our own skin. And you should, you should feel really good about that. And you know, half of the things you see on TV and on social media, they're Photoshop. Photoshop or filtered. fake? Yeah, oh, filtered. Fake. Oh, my God. They have serious like, like you. But can I tell you, them filters make you look good, though. They I ain't do. Even gonna lie. I ain't even going to lie. I'm not even well, going to lie. Well, I don't have a lot of eyelashes, so I like the filter because <laughs> I like when my eyelashes look nice and full. Them filters, they slim out your face, and they make you look all cute and stuff. But it's I not mean, real. No, let's, right. let's keep... Let, let, no. me, let me get back to the topic. Get back You're to right. the topic. Yes, they're cute. <laughs> they're cute to have fun with. Of Please course. use it. Have Absolutely. fun. Take pictures. Enjoy yourself. Then go back to reality and say, I'm just as beautiful. That's a fact. God gave me brown eyes for a reason. And those I don't need no contacts. And green. Right. And if you want contacts because you want to enhance it, again, so long as you know you're doing it for you. Right. Exactly. Not for and your not for man. Right. Not for your friend. Yes. Not because your mom said you, you're gaining some weight. Not because your titi said, hey, you too skinny men don't like go the too skinny right no agreed you have to do it for you You have to do it for you and if you feel good about yourself and and you want to make these changes and you know you feel like this will make you feel better about yourself because that's another thing too like i think that you know we may not have plastic surgery i haven't had any plastic surgery and i don't think i haven't. haven't either no, no shading plastic surgery. Again, I'm going to say that no shade to y'all at all that are doing it. Um, but we do other things to make us feel good, right? We get our hair done. Mm-hmm. We get our nails done. That's important. You know, you, we create these habits to kind of like, you know, all right, I'm feeling a little dusty this week. Mm-hmm. Let me go, let me go dye these grays. Yes. Let me go get this filling because I'm just feeling like not myself. And that kind of gives a boost, which I think is important. And that's fine. Cause that's a, that's a little small modification. It's great. <laughs> Trust right, me. Right, because I got my nails done, so I put these tips on. He did a good job, by the way. Oh, thank These them. things are on like crazy. I'm sorry, I'm just going off topic. But these <laughs> things are on like motherfucking cement. Mm-hmm. Oh, he did a good job, though. They yeah. still looking good. But listen, but when I go to a nail salon, just on a little sidebar, you have to know what you're going to go in there to, to do for yourself. Because, you know, you know how they do for a dollar more. You know, <laughs> let's do the spa pedicure. No, uh, I need no, a regular not, one. It's not no dollar more. Okay. It's, not, it's $10, $20 I'm more. I'm joking. Oh. I'm joking. Just one more dollar, one more dollar, and then you do it. No. <laughs> I love you guys because you do a fantastic job. God knows I can't do my own nails. So no, I love I you guys for doing my nails. You did an awesome job. Anyway, but that was just a little back, side off topic. Going back yes. to what we were talking about. Um, we you need do that, that in your life. Yes. Yeah, sometimes you need a boost. You know, sometimes when you're not feeling good about yourself, you know, my suggestion is if you're not feeling good about yourself, like maybe give yourself a facial, you know, maybe go dye your hair, maybe have a drink with friends. I think friends are important to not saying the best that, therapist. that they, um, they're going to like 
boost your self-esteem or boost your self-confidence but it's good to be around positive people you know yeah. what i mean and they get can a, relate to you exactly get a mani petty you know buy yourself a new bag do something that makes you happy you know because mm-hmm. not every day we're gonna feel like we're beautiful not every day we're gonna feel like we're the bomb not every day we're gonna feel like oh i'm just gonna conquer the world because sometimes we do have our off days but i think that it's important to do something that makes you feel happy whatever that is i was um what was that? I was seeing something on um on Instagram actually, and I'm I'm gonna mention Diddy because he actually put up a post saying that every Friday, you know what he does to make himself feel good? He goes and buys himself balloons. Oh, go Diddy! <laughs> okay. He goes and he buys himself balloons, and he posted it up on Instagram, and I'm like, wow, that's interesting and different, but it makes him feel good. And that's all that matters. You know what I mean? Every Friday, he goes out, he gets a big razzle-dazzle, you know, balloon bouquet or whatever, and that makes him feel good. And I think that I think that's the point. That's awesome. You know, it's it's knowing your worth, knowing you your self-love, loving yourself, you know, being good with the fact that, hey, maybe, you know, I got grace today or, you know, maybe I don't feel like this or like that, but that you initially have that kind of like um fostered, I guess, inside, you know? And we all do. We, we, we all have that. And you know what? I, I, you know, I'm going to shout out Alicia Keys also because I, I do love the fact that she did the no makeup and she's gorgeous and even if she wore makeup tomorrow i don't don't think that she's trying to you know do anything or say anything by it but i'm just saying it was so beautiful to show people that your face is gorgeous the Mm -hmm. way it is because remember when she came out she you know she had makeup on and initially she was like all done up all the time gorgeous and she looked beautiful still but then i don't know whatever it was that she decided she's like you know what fuck this makeup nothing wrong with people that wear makeup because i Mm -hmm. love makeup yes i love it i feel like that makes me pretty Mm-hmm. You know, even though I feel like I'm already pretty, but I feel like throwing on a little lip gloss, a little eyeshadow, you know, we all a need some color in our life. Right. It's not going to hurt. But I just love her. She's so amazing. And she's even more so beautiful without the makeup. Without makeup yeah. So I you think know, that's such a dope trend. So I love start. the fact that she did that because, you know, young girls need to see that, that there mm-hmm. are, we are all shades of color. We are all shapes and sizes. Some have curly hair, some have straight hair, some have blonde hair. It doesn't matter. The point is you have to feel confident in your own skin. And I know that's hard. You know, most women become very confident, maybe sometimes in their forties, but you know, if you can grasp this now while you're still a teenager and say, you know what? I'm just a sneaker jean type of girl. I don't right. I like to wear my hat. I grew Mm -hmm. up like that. I and you're happy. That's awesome. Forget about what people what you see on TV. Forget about what people think about you. You are beautiful. And don't let social media ruin your life. Let me tell you, because there's so many people on social media that they be fronting. And I love social media. Mm -hmm. I love it. But sometimes you be seeing and it's like stop lying. Yes. I don't like social media. Tanya will tell you. <laughs> yeah, I, I will comment on once them. a year. I'm not. I'm not crazy about it. I don't knock it. You know, it's good if you need to. You know, see somebody you haven't seen in years that live too far away. But you know, I just feel there's a lot of negative things that come with that, and there's some positive stuff. It's fine. I I just don't. I'm not invested in it. You know. But yes, you you can't 
think that that's it, you know, that everybody in Instagram is beautiful and everybody's gorgeous and everybody's happy. That's not true. We have cellulites. We have stretch marks. Mm -hmm. We, you know, we had C-section. We, some people had natural birth, but it doesn't matter. The point is we have scars and those scars makes us beautiful. That's right. You know, it shows our growth. It shows what we went through and we, we're still here. We're healthy and we're happy. And that's, you know, what we wanted to say today. Definitely. definitely. Be happy. Be happy with yourself. If not, if you want to change it, then change it. And that's um, fine. But it starts with you. Facts. And it's only you. If you're doing it for yourself, we're good to go. So, you know, be positive. We love you. We love you just the way you are. I hope you love yourself the same way. Amen to that. And we're going to wrap it on up. We will see y'all soon. Peace out. Bye.